Hey, peoples. I'm Brandon. And I'm Kristen. And this is Karma or Justice. How's your week been, Kristen? It's been super busy. How's your week been? It's been the same, working. <laughs> same? <laughs> working, working, working. Um, did go to mom's today for lunch. Awesome. How was that? Very interesting. Michelle was there. Um, okay. So when mom asked me what I've been doing other than work... Um, and I explained a podcast. Michelle don't know what a podcast is. She has never heard of a podcast. Who hasn't heard of a podcast? I mean, she's not like old or anything. She kept asking me if it was like a radio station. Okay. So. Okay. I explained to her and I played the beginning part of our favorite podcast morbid oh yeah so she said i'm gonna sit in a room and talk about people murdering people and i said yes that's what we're gonna talk (laughs) about yeah what i mean what's better than that well it's michelle we're talking about (laughs) i mean mom's been watching all the trials on TV. She wanted, you know, Lori Vallow starts trial Monday. Yeah. Um, but they're not going to broadcast that one. Um, but why do they do that? Why do who do what? People want people want to know they need a broadcast. Yes, but I, I agree with the judge because he said that he's not going to broadcast it because he doesn't want to make it a big deal. But it already is a big deal. It is already a big deal. Um, So what? But I mean, so that's why he's the judge, so he can make the big decisions. It's. I think they said that they're going to record it like audio, and you can listen to it that night after. Okay. Okay. But no video is allowed in the courtroom, or no. um, Nobody other than the family is supposed to be in the courtroom. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if I was in the family shoes, I would probably want that. Honestly, if I think of it that way, I would also. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want everybody there. Um, in the courtroom, I guess. Yeah. Or seeing everything that happened, because you know, I don't know. That was a crazy case to begin with. Which, yeah, agreed. I don't. I am going to give a shout out, um, which I haven't. Ooh, I haven't told out? you this yet, but I, I was, know I'm excited. I was sent a um, a video, a TikTok from my store manager, who thought that um, this whole case was real, and then when I looked it up, you have to. It's. I think it's six parts. Um, it's called the hoax. Okay. So what it is, is this family who the mother, it happened in London. The mother, um, started dating a guy who then kind of made the kids say that the, their father is a preacher at a Catholic church saying that the, they was being molested and all that stuff. But it was all fake. But this guy, like, I don't remember his name, but he deep dives into it. Like, he even shows up at this guy's house. Oh. To try to talk to him. So, you do got to listen to it. It took me two days. Yeah, I'm going to have Two drives. To get. Two drives. Two drives (laughs) to listen to it. That's hilarious. But it's all based on um, conspiracy theories. 
that's what they was trying to rule out. So, okay. Today we're going to cover the case of Kendrick Johnson. Oh. Um, okay. This case is one that um, bothers me, and I even listened to mm-hmm. the morbid when. They covered it. I listened to it again the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who else covered it? Who? Crime Junkie. I have to start listening to Crime Junkie. I can't believe you haven't listened to Crime Junkie. And so not only is it Crime Junkie, she has the duck. The duck. And she has the duck. Duck. D-E-C-K. Oh. Like playing cards. <laughs> they yes. put... Yeah, they put people on the cards, and so she covers them. Absolutely amazing. And then she has a special one that is The Deck Investigates. Oh, my gosh. You are so missing out. You have to. You have to, like, catch up on one of them and then start the other one. So when the new episodes come out on the original one, yeah, you got to go back and forth. I can start start (laughs) one of them tomorrow because I'm caught up on Morbid and I listen to Vanished. Yeah, we no wonder we're so busy between podcasts, kids and work. That is literally our life. <laughs> that is our life. <laughs> yeah. And I made Dexter okay. listen Sorry, to uh, Morbid on our way to mom's today. Oh, I love Morbid. Ashton Elena. Amazing. They are. They're my favorite people. And I mm-hmm. just pre-ordered her. So like, what? Oh, you did? You have the first one? The paperback? Her first, so that's the sequel to her first book, The Butcher and the Wren. Well, is, are you not caught up on Morbid? Probably not. Um, uh, I have to wait. Yeah, I was. I had to wait for more episodes to come out. So she's really, The Butcher and the Wren was released in hard cover. Uh, this summer she's releasing it in um paperback but it has oh, so, a okay. one chapter of the second book in there okay that's what i thought yeah and i follow them on instagram too so yeah okay gotcha that makes sense do you have the hardcover book i do did you read it already i read it in like three days Oh, so you're going to mail it to me, so... Oh, you'll I be can... here in a month. Oh, yeah, a month? <laughs> yeah. Actually, we will be on the ocean in a month. So you can be reading The Butcher and the Wren while we're going to sleep. So everybody, we're going on a cruise. I'm taking Kristen on her first cruise. My first. Yeah. It's like my... Bug is a, is a seasoned cruiser. I am not. Uh, I don't like boats. But when your bestie surprises you with a cruise... You suck up that fear and you go. So, bestie time. Just Bug and I. Super yeah. excited. Okay. Oh, yeah. We so, will. No. Will we? We leave on May 8th. Today's April 8th. <laughs> we leave in a month. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Because <laughs> mom was trying to invite me something on the Saturday before we leave and I told her no. But uh, anyways. So, um, the case we're covering today is Kendra Johnson, like I said. Um, The reason why we're covering the case is there has not been anybody criminally charged as a suspect. um, And the case was ruled as an accidental death. And just like we know with anything going on in this country, um, racism is still very much a part of this country. And at the at this time, you would think um, that it wouldn't be. Yeah, we should be way past that. Way past that. So, mm-hmm. as you know, I was raised to never look at somebody differently, like black, white, gay, straight, religious, non-religious. Right, so, a human is a human. Yes, I am a I'm a believer that if this was a white student and this case would have been handled differently. 
Um, I agree. We're only going to give you facts and you can judge the case how you see it. So Kendrick Johnson was born on October 10th, 1995 to Jacqueline and Kenneth Johnson. Kendrick lived with his family in Valdosta, Georgia and attended Lowndes High School. So when you think, Personally, when I think about Georgia, because you drive through Georgia, I've driven through Georgia, mm-hmm. you would think that Georgia would not be racist against black people. Right, yeah. Just because that's majority of the population that lives there. Um, but the sad thing is the people in higher roles or rankings, whatever you want to call them, they're white. So, his family and friends described him as a sweet and quiet boy. He was a three-time sport athlete and dreamed of playing professional football. At the time of Kendrick's death, he was 17 years old. Just a baby. A legit baby. I can't imagine, because, like, my daughter is 16. I can't even imagine. Like, my heart, and I've heard this story, as we already discussed more than once, covered by different podcasts. And just from the first time I ever heard this case, it sucked me in. And I don't want to say it's my favorite case because, you know, that shouldn't even be a thing, but it's always had a special place in my heart. Mm -hmm. And I've listened to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of murder cases. And this one just struck a chord and has stuck with me ever since. Speaking of listening to podcasts, you're going to have to stop so I can cover cases that you don't know. So you get surprised. Well, so I didn't know who we were covering. Um, That is one thing that Bug and I decided when we decided to do a podcast. We are not going to know who the other person's covering. So we are surprised and our reactions are real. It just so happens I do know this case. Wait, okay, so like I said, I've listened to hundreds and hundreds of cases. Most of them I'm not going to remember until... you know, further in, like Kendrick's, uh, yeah, fresh in my mind just because, again, tore my heart strings and still does. And it's one of those cases that, yeah, it's just always going to stick with me. Your kids are that age also, just like you said. Yeah. My nieces yes. and nephews. Oh, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, Kendrick went to school at Lowndes High School on January 10th, 2013. Kendrick did not come home after school, which was not out of the normal for him. As he would often after school, he would stay after school to watch other sports. When he didn't arrive home later that night, Jackie called his father, whom is a truck driver, to see if he had heard from him. And when he had confirmed he hadn't spoken to him since the day before, he informed her to call the police. Now... There's a case that I'm working on now where this is going. It's It drives me crazy every time somebody calls the police and the police does not react. How could you not? When Jackie called the police, the statement was made that he was probably laid up with a girl. There was absolutely <gasps> no sense of urgency on finding Kendrick. The following day on January oh. 11th, 2013... Jackie went straight to the school to see if he was there or if they had heard from him. It was then that they told her he had been marked absent on the fourth block the prior day, but had been there for the earlier part of the school day. As Jackie. Okay, so a fourth block, is that like, I guess, closer to the end of the day? Yes. So when I was at school, we had, I want to say five blocks. Okay, because, like, they do it different here. Like, they have, like, first period, second period, third period, so on and so forth. We had that in the beginning, like, when I first got to high school, and then they moved it to block. So we was only in certain classes, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. So I'm assuming that's what it is with this one. But I, I don't know. Okay. So... As Jackie was in the front office, the body of Kendrick was found in the old gym. So, Mm -hmm. I just realized I covered the camera with my cup. 
Oh, I was, I was, I wasn't even <laughs> looking. <laughs> so, the old gym would be the older building. They built a new gym, so you have two gyms okay. in the high school. The old gym is the older one. Two students. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, Two students who were the daughters of the school superintendent, Wesley Taylor, is who found him. They stated they were on top of the gym mats, which a gym mat, like, when I first thought of a gym mat, I thought of, like, the kinder mat that the baby would sleep on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But a gym mat is a big mat that's rolled out to where you can do exercises on it or whatever. Okay, so is it, like, the size of a yoga mat then? Um, no, I will cover the dimensions. It's bigger. Okay. Okay. Um, so they say they, they were on top of the gym mats, um, when they seen two white socks and then realized there was a body inside. Police were immediately called as Jackie was in the front office. She heard of the news of a body being found in the gym. However, they would not allow Jackie to go there. And wouldn't even allow her what? to identify the body. What? And she's there? She is there. In the front office. While her son is um, passed in the gym. Oh, my gosh. Later, Kendrick's sister was asked to try to, to identify the body by a shoe that was at the scene. Not once did they allow them in there. They was trying to identify him by a shoe. So, a shoe, not even two. Yeah, just a shoe. Okay. Um. Okay. Kendrick's body was found inverted, rolled up in a gym mat. From this, there was blood and fluid, which happens as the body is inverted. So inverted, you're like standing up on your head, ultimately. So he was like upside down. He was upside down, like if you. Yes, he was upside down, like head on the ground, feet in the air, inside of a gym mat. Uh, okay. And and to explain, the gym mats were rolled up, and they are six feet tall and three feet wide. So that's a pretty big mat. Six feet tall. So I'm almost six foot and three feet wide. Three feet wide. Kendrick was 5'10". When the police were on the scene, there was no preservation of the area. They were not wearing shoe covers. And as soon as the EMTs arrived, they had asked why the scene wasn't blocked off as a crime scene. So So somebody knew how to do their job. Yes. So, uh, which I'll link in the show notes. One of the things I watched was Finding Kendrick, um, a documentary with his family, which I have spoken to his mother and she does want to do an update because they just reopened it. But. Um, they are <gasps> a family that you could just like go to a barbecue with. Um, very good people. So the EMTs had asked why the scene wasn't blocked off. It was almost six hours later before the coroner was called, which is against Georgia law and most laws in, in the U.S. Oh, oh, okay. I have a question. What time did they find his body? Um, almost 9 a.m. And it was six hours before they even called? The coroner. Okay, so they call six hours later, and that's just calling. So then it's probably going to take some hours. So all of this, like, so you said his mom was at the school. Is, is she still there this whole time? She's there. Waiting. And this whole time that she's at the school waiting, she's never able to go in and see her son? She is never in the gym. She's never invited in there. She's never, they called um, Kendrick's sister to try to identify the body by his shoe. There was no communication between law enforcement and uh, Miss Jackie. I am so confused. So instead of letting... Miss Jackie, who's already there, go and look at the one shoe. They call another family member mm-hmm. to come. 
Okay, I'm just making sure I'm understanding this correctly. So, anytime there's a death, um, the coroner must be called immediately. When the coroner Bill Watson arrived, he had noticed that the body of Kendrick had been moved and nothing was taken as evidence. Kendrick's death was ruled accidental and he that and that he died from positional asphyxiation. Which investigators believe Kendrick was going to going to get his shoes and got stuck inside the mat. So him and his best friend would swap shoes. And they always hit them in the gym mat. That's where they left them for each other. So they're saying he jumped inside the gym mat and got stuck upside down. <laughs> okay, so if this was a normal thing, like they always hit, hit them in the gym mats. So he'd probably done this tons of times, right? Mm-hmm. Both him and his best friend? Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, neither of them ever got stuck in all these other times that they did this? Not only did did they not get stuck, but how did nobody in the gym <coughs> see him inside the mat struggling? Um, so you said it was the old gym. Like what do they what do they do in the old gym? The same thing as a new gym. They probably just like at my school, they had like two different PE classes going on at the same time. Yeah, yeah, now that you say that, we had the same thing. So were there people in this gym, in the old gym? Mm-hmm. Like? The entire time. But so and nobody saw this? Yeah, which we're going to get into now because, um, as we all know, there's cameras everywhere. So um, Kendrick was seen on video in the school halls and entering the gym. Unfortunately, where the gym mats were in the corner, there is not video. But you can see throughout the video, <laughs> students are in and out of classes as they were in session and even groups playing basketball during this time. Nobody, not one person, ever stated they had heard or seen Kendrick in the mats. So how would that be possible if he got stuck? Right. And so these videos, do they have sound? No. Mm. Okay, so if they have video, then, I mean, couldn't they see, like, the happenings of the gym? Like, wouldn't they have seen Kendrick walking? They seen him go in. You see him in the hallway. You see him entering the gym. But then, which I'll cover here in a few minutes. Um Okay, sorry. <laughs> about about how the it, it was mishandled by the I personally believe by the school, but um, so you would think he would call for help if he was stuck. Like, who wouldn't call for help? It took days for the school yeah. to release the video footage, and after doing so, they noticed that all the videos were missing time. A forensic analyst enlisted by CNN found that the tapes from two cameras are missing an hour and five minutes of footage, while another set was missing two hours and ten minutes of footage. As this took days for the footage to be released, private vectors believe the footage to be edited. Why wasn't the video immediately taken by law enforcement, as that is the only real proof of what happened or those who, who could have seen or witnessed something? Well, it's probably the same reason it took him six hours to call the coroner. Yes. Which bothers me because the time he went in the gym, I want to say, was around like 1230. And every video of the school loses time between that time. And nobody thinks this is a cover-up? They don't think it is. I'm sure millions of us who know anything about this case, or maybe this is the first time you're hearing this case, are not thinking cover-up. But uh, I guess nobody in a position to do anything about it thinks it's a cover-up, I should say. Which I will say, um, Kristen did post a thing on her Facebook about a um, petition for Kendrick, which is 
Yes, you did. I've seen it. Which is something I'm going to cover at the mm-hmm. end that we haven't talked about. Um, so now the scene that does, it, it doesn't make any sense, right? So you have a 17-year-old inverted upside down in a mat. Um, so I requested the police report and autopsy reports, all three of them, and seen the pictures. First, the shoe that Kendrick was supposedly getting was at the bottom of the mat. So while there were bodily fluids, the blood was not on the shoe. The shoe was completely clean. Not a drop of How does that happen? You tell me. If he is diving into the mat to get a shoe, and the shoe is legit underneath him, and everywhere else is there's bodily fluids and there's blood, but the shoe is completely clean. In the crime scene photos, there is another pair of shoes that has red blood, uh, has a red blood like substance that was not taken into evidence. But I will tell you a fact there was nothing from the scene taken into evidence. On the wall, there was blood. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing at all. They didn't treat it at the beginning like it was a crime scene. They treated it like it was an accident. On the wall, there was blood like it was running down the wall. This, too, was ignored. They later said it was tested and it wasn't Kendrick's blood. But if that's the case, then whose blood was it? This And why is there blood on the wall? Like, nobody finds that suspicious. <laughs> that is sus. <laughs> L's word, sus. <laughs> yes. This is very sus. But here, it's sus because this happened as soon as school was back in session from Christmas break, and it was said that the gym had been cleaned, and that's why all the mats were all stored where they were. So if that's the case, did nobody happen to see the blood on the wall, and how often does blood just get on a wall? As yeah, I, I mean... So is it like high on the wall or like low on the wall? No, from the crime scene photos, it's like where a light switch in your house would be. I just happened to look at the That's wall because I pretty was pretty high, <laughs> like four feet, right? Five feet. Yeah. So I see you looking at your light switch. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like looking over at the light switch in this room too. So that that's pretty high. That's not. I'm just thinking like if somebody. I don't know, cut their leg on something, like a bleacher or something, maybe some drip, like, on the bottom of the wall or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But four feet? Yeah. From that the- high? That's not just uh That's, yeah. Okay. Um. So, as I said earlier, the scene was never marked off as a crime scene and very qu- quickly ruled as accidental death without proper investigation. Investigators had no regard to what happened to Kendrick. They pushed so quickly to form a judgment based on biased decisions. There is no way that Kendrick, with a shoulder span of 19 inches, could have fallen into a rolled up mat that had an opening of 14 inches. That's like a stuffed sausage. Well, what? Okay, so hold on. I had to picture this in my head. So his shoulders are 19 inches. Mm Mm-hmm. And the opening is 14. 14. The hole in the mat is 14 inches wide. Kendrick's shoulders are 19 inches. Okay. And and he's like in it, not just like... I guess that's my first question. He's like all the way in it because you said nobody saw him, right? They All you could see was his white socks sticking out of the mat. And you can see okay, that so like on the crime scene photos, which at the end of the this okay. will cover our um, social media, which will be posted. Um, you, I'm going to post some of the crime scene videos or pictures. You can see where his feet stick out a little bit, but the crime scene photos was taken after they flipped the mat over. So he's upright, right? 
Yeah. The investigators get there. The EMT gets there. They pull the mat down, like laying horizontal. Okay. And somebody thinks that this child squeezed his body all the way down like that. Mm -hmm. Like the kid probably couldn't even get anything more than his head in there. Because if you're talking rolled up mats, so like the mat that he's in, is it like on the edge or is it like surrounded by other mats? So from looking at the pictures, it was there, there was probably like 30 mats in the corner of the old gym. And he was probably uh-huh. in like the third row in. So there would have been no room because these mats, knowing how big they are, are heavy, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So there's no no way he could have wiggled his way down in there uh, because there's no give. No. Definitely not. Oh. And people who are police, who can piece together puzzles of um, a, a murder, this doesn't ring any bells in their head that this child couldn't have done this on his own, like physically could not have done this on his own. I like how you say that because there is, there are good police officers, which we all know that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Speaking of, let me tell you something. The other day, coming home from work, I didn't tell you this. Because you know I speed everywhere. I get get pulled over. And it's Elle's resource officer. From school? (laughs) Yeah, he said, oh, I was leaving racetrack and I seen you because he was going home. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Like, as soon as I seen the blue lights, I was terrified. He's like, no. Well, you'd think you'd be terrified enough to quit speeding. We got places to go. Okay, so. You need to leave five minutes earlier. Kristen. Save a life. It could be your room. What? I'm just saying. I am always on time. You'd be on time and I have to speed if you left five minutes earlier. I'm still going to speed. Anyways, um, so. All right. Everybody heard me tell you, be safe. <laughs> yeah, you should have heard Dexter yelling at me all the way to mom's today. Like, what is this? Slam on the brake day? <laughs> Did you want to drive? Both of y'all speed. We do. So that's like the pot calling the kettle black, right? I know, and I didn't want to, like, hit the brake too hard because we had food in the back, and last time I slung meatballs everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Today was just chicken and potato salad, and I just, I I wasn't feeling it. Um, If you you didn't go so fast, you wouldn't have to apply the brake so hard, also. Just saying. Okay. Okay, so uh, back to Kendrick. And not my meatballs. Um, (laughs) It was later noted that there was an altercation between Kendrick and a fellow student on the bus as they were traveling home from a game. Malik, Kendrick's best friend, explains in the documentary, which I will link in the show notes, and you should watch. Oh, I am so going to watch. You have Amazon? Prime? Yeah, I have Amazon. That you need to, yeah, yeah, you need to watch. I'm gonna send you some stuff to watch, anyways. Um, you know, I have a toddler, so my TV time is not much. Mine isn't either. I make Dexter watch half the stuff and he reports back to me. <laughs> yeah, Liam doesn't like to share the television, he is the boss of the house. So, on the documentary, um, Malik explains that Brian Bell had forced Kendrick's head down while pulling on his dreads while laughing. Then they start <laughs> fighting. What's the butt? Yeah, what? Yeah. First of all, you can pull my dreads, I'm going to beat your ass. That has to hurt. That does hurt. Like, imagine I'm having that shit. Long hair, right? never had dreads. Yeah, no, that has to hurt like super bad. 
they were oh, anyway. So they were both kicked off um, the bus from riding home. Kendrick had to take a patrol. Wait a car. second. What? We're talking about teenagers, and they're pulling dreads. Yeah. What, are they like six? Like what? That just clicked in my head. Well, if you've okay. seen um, <clears throat> Brian Bell, he looks and acts like he's six, but. Um, Kendrick had to take a patrol car home while Brian got a ride from his dad. Uh, the wait, 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 what? Hold up a second. So the kid who got his hair pulled had to be taken home by the puzzling piece to Brian and his brother Brandon Bell is their father is an FBI agent. <laughs> that explains so much. <laughs> that it does. After this fight, the father, Richard Bell, went to Kendrick and said the fight what on the bus wasn't a fair fight. He needed to come to their house. You're right. It wasn't. No. Uh, he said what? He needed to come to their house and do it all over. A grown FBI agent man went to a 17-year-old child because you ain't fully grown till you're 25. And that's ifish. I was grown at 25. I mean, okay. Did you know me? You oh. are exceptionally... Yeah, I knew you. Yes. You are exceptionally grown for male. But men, in general, they age, but they don't mature. You seriously are like rare exception because you're very mature. But for the most part, no. Anyways. Uh, anyhow. Um so he went to he went to this child's house and was like, come to my house and do this. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That doesn't sound like a setup. I mean, there's so many things that could go wrong. Well, if you when you watch um, Finding Kendrick, um, they have interviews of Brian and Brandon on there at the beginning of what happened and during um, the investigation, which it gives me chills. Um, one of the things that happened was the the person taking the video told Brian he was going to zoom mm-hmm. in on his eyes during an interview so the audience can judge him to the question he asked, and I got chills. He was very dishonest oh. and looked away. There was a warrant served on the home and items were taken. As law provides, there would never be a warrant if there wasn't any suspect information, sus, that would be needed. Right? So they didn't take any crime scene evidence, but they go to these people's house and take and some take stuff? take items. <clears throat> Brian was stated hmm. that... Brian stated that he left the school at 12.30 p.m. for a sporting event that was supposed to take place that afternoon at 4 p.m. Nobody or any official at the school can confirm that the bus left on time because, again, the last video was around 12.30 of Kendra going into the gym. Oh, yeah. However, Mm -hmm. watching the interview with Brian, he stated he was in school for the first through the fourth block and I caught that. I don't know. When you watch it, you can tell me. Because if he's there during the fourth block, that's when Kendrick went missing. He never... So was the... Go ahead, sorry. He never showed up to fourth block, which I'm assuming that would probably be his last class of the day. I'm not sure how they work there, but... So he had... um he was getting on a bus to go to a game. Is this something that Kendrick had been going to as well? Because I know Kendrick was into sports. That I don't know. And it, it didn't state it. I'm assuming maybe it was something else that it, it was probably maybe Kendrick didn't do weightlifting. And maybe that's what it was. Cause I know Brandon and Brian did weightlifting. Hmm. Okay. Um, so Brian said during an interview that one, Kendrick was a friend, and what I can tell, he wasn't, and that he had never seen Kendrick. He he also said that he had never seen Kendrick the day of his death. 
However, you see them on video in the hallway passing each other. So, so the first initial autopsy, um, as I said, was ruled accidental death by positional asphyxiation. When Kendrick's father made it to the crime lab to identify the body, he stated the following, and quote, when I walked in, it felt hot, but I thought it was me being nervous of what I was about to witness. Then they pulled out the drawer and another burst of hot air hit me. No father should ever have to see or witness this, but what Kenneth said was his son's face, you could tell, was was and had been in a physical altercation. Oh with, my yeah. Um, with that, let me explain an autopsy. When everything yeah. is being assessed, even the brain, the face is cut, right? Because they do mm-hmm. top to bottom. I sure hope y'all can hear Bentley whining because I locked him out. But, <laughs> um, so the tissues does not form back and it sags. So I could see where his father believes that he was in an altercation from what he explained on the uh, documentary. But after reviewing the photos myself, because you know I got all that. Mm-hmm. Um. That is not the case from an autopsy. This, you can tell he was beaten. His face was badly bruised. I know the autopsy can take a toll on the body, but not to this extent. And so this is probably what would have been seen had the video not been deleted? Yes, it sure would have. And I I didn't mention earlier but during the video while Kendrick was dead in the old gym classes were in and out there were kids what yeah in and out of like class, students walking everywhere they never shut so let me get this down. straight but they wouldn't let his mother in there who was in the school? They would not let the mother in. And you see the kids just doing class. <laughs> this blows my mind. Are you serious? Like, they didn't let a mother. Does she know this was her son? Like, did anybody tell her? No. Nobody ever informed Jackie that her son was in the gym. Oh, my gosh. So, not only is she not know where her son is, he's still missing, as far to as her, she knows. Yeah, to her and her, his dad, Mr. Ken, yeah, he's just missing. And they have the school blocked off. You can see it on the news reports. They have the school blocked off. They have everything going on. And she's still not allowed in there. But they, they're having class. Well, what was the point of blocking the school off if they didn't even secure the crime scene? That's a good question. Yeah. And I mean, they're just letting everybody yeah, you see in and out except that, for his family. Yeah, nobody. You see on there that, you know, parents are asking when they're coming to school what's going on. They're like, oh, yeah, we're not sure. Uh, there's a dead body in the gym. So, the family of Kendrick had a second autopsy done in June of 2013 by William Anderson, which is crazy because his office is here in Florida. Um, those who don't know, Kristen is in Missouri. I'm in Florida. Uh, first noted that none of Kendrick's organs were in the body, and his body had been filled with newspaper. Now... Well- I'm going to explain. I know you got questions. (laughs) (laughs) I got all the questions all the time. (laughs) So the funeral home who took the body in was doing it. um, No charge to the family. So typically a body is filled with some kind of filling to make it look right. 
so that's not that's not nor uh, abnormal for them to be filled with something. Okay. okay. So it could be cheaper to do it that way. Um, okay. So his his analysis of this was it was he died of blunt force trauma to the neck area. <gasps> Not positional asphyxiation. It was stated that a mark of three centimeters was shown, which makes perfect sense. If you're an athlete and you do weightlifting, then a barbell is an octagon, right? Like, I don't wait. <gasps> it is. I don't lift weights, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, me neither, but. Each side is about that measurement. So, was that investigated? And wait, didn't you say that those brothers did weightlifting? They was in weightlifting, and I don't believe that, it, we'll have to ask Miss Jackie, but I don't think um, Kendrick was. So, could that be the item that caused the blunt force trauma? So, so I think you said you requested the autopsy from his first autopsy. Did you ever get those results? I got his first, his second, and his third. His first. Okay. Does the first one say anything about this? No. Strictly positional asphyxiation was the cause of death. Did they even examine the body? Probably not because it was called six hours after. So you ready to go home and have family time. So let's just stick him in a box and push him in a cooler. Oh my gosh. How do you miss something like that? I I think that they was the whole justice system for Kendrick was not there at all. No. They our system, our entire system, and I say our because our entire judicial system from the very bottom to the very top has failed, not only Kendrick, but this entire family. Mm-hmm. So there was an anonymous email sent to the sheriff's office that stated they knew who killed Kendrick. And it reads, it's going to oh. be hard. Um, they redacted a lot of stuff when they sent it, but... My best friend was at a party mm-hmm. Saturday night with Redacted at Lowndes High School Junior who dates Redacted. And Redacted was upset about something Redacted said to her and my best friend started talking. And by the end of the night, Redacted had told my friend everything that the whole nation has been wondering for the past year. She told my friend what really happened to Kendra Johnson. Redacted said, that a little over a year ago, she had sexual intercourse with Kendrick Johnson while she was dating Redacted. Redacted found out and threatened KJ, which is what everybody called him in school. Okay. KJ told Redacted to meet him in the old gym after third block. Ding, ding, ding. He didn't make it to fourth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he would have his knife ready. Redacted and Redacted who was just transferred to LHS, met KJ and killed him. Redacted has also been heard admitting to killing KJ more than once over the phone. His brother, Redacted, also got drunk at a party on the 4th of July and told many people Redacted killed KJ and he, Redacted, was tired of keeping it a secret. The sad thing is nothing came with this letter as it was stated that this was a rumor and the girl who wrote the letter later confessed it was all hearsay. Yeah. But that's a lot of detail. Yeah, it is. And he didn't make it to fourth block. Right. Exactly what she just said. And they said, so the email says something about a knife. Were there any? There well, the first no. autopsy didn't find anything. Did the second one? Nope. And here we are. A th- there was a third autopsy completed. As the outcome of that one was also blunt force trauma to the neck. So two of the th- three foul play was shown. But still was not determined as a homicide. Okay. 
and how is that? Who just who decides what the official cause of death is? If you have two people who found the same thing that the first one didn't even examine. You know, I don't know it, who. I'm sure it's the coroner who makes that decision, but does somebody like? Does it have to be? Does it have to be the, the first coroner who did it make mm-hmm. that official determination? No, because you know I kept up with uh, the Murdoch case, mm-hmm. and this week the the. I don't remember his name, but the boy who was found hit and run, Mm -hmm. found dead. They brought his body here to Tampa. He was murdered. So they have now overruled his death from an accident, hit and run, to homicide. Then how many autopsies does this poor child have to go through? How many times do his parents have to go through this for somebody... To have, use a little bit of common sense. Have to unbury his body. Yeah. Because you have that takes a toll on a family. I cannot even imagine. Well, in January 2015, the Johnsons filed a $100 million civil lawsuit in the Superior Court of DeBalk County against 38 individuals. Unfortunately, they were sued for more than 850000 and attorney fees and a million in defamation charges because who was the uh, Kendrick's family under what crimes Be- for what because they were stating that it was Brandon and Brian who did it and uh, yeah on August 10th so what two- huh. You're probably fixing to say it. I asked too many questions. Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. On August 10th, 2017, Georgia Judge Richard Porter ruled the Johnson's family and their attorney had to pay more than 292000 in legal fees to the dozens of respondents in, this, in their civil suit, writing, quote, Testimony shows that they had no evidence to support their claims that the brothers killed Johnson or that any of the other defendants engaged in a conspiracy to conceal and cause or manner of Johnson's death. Says who? That's who didn't conceal. What? Okay, so they sued them for defamation? They did. Because they said that those boys killed him killed their son. Mm-hmm. My Isn't that freedom that, of speech? It is. My problem with that, though, is if they didn't have probable cause, why did they go and collect evidence from their house? Right. Right. So... And so this family, who's already gone through all this, had to pay? Oh, yeah. Money? Mm-hmm. No. Where, how is this, how do these people sleep at night? How do the judge that find that sleep at night? That's where we get our name, karma. You either going to live with it. You, how do you lay your head down every night knowing you killed a 17 year old boy? Over, if it was over the whole sleeping with whoever. Girl. 17 years old. Or you're going to finally get justice, which is what Kendrick's family deserves. Oh, wait, without a doubt. So on March 10th, 2021, which was very recent, um, the case was officially reopened. However, Lowndes County Sheriff Ashley Pollock stated that he would not be claiming there was something wrong with the original investigation or that the original investigation conclusion of accidental death was wrong. The sheriff also stated he does not consider the case to be a homicide. He further stated that the two (laughs) brothers named in previous legal actions by the Johnsons are not suspects. In January 2022, the second investigation was closed and no charges were filed. 
Okay, which leads me back, first of all, to what you said. How they going in somebody's house and getting evidence? Obviously, that takes a search warrant. We all know you can't just get a search warrant on anything. No, there you has have to be to have... probable cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have probable cause for that. Second of all, <clears throat> how do they explain the things to this child's neck? The blunt force trauma. That's what I would like to know. And this is an elected official stating this. Mm-hmm. And this is a sheriff. A sheriff. But the funny thing is, which, um, you know, CNN had an interview. I don't remember the guy's name. Um, who the sheriff at that time wanted to interview, like have an interview with him. And as soon as he brought up Kendrick's name, he kicks him out the back door. Oh, that's not sus. You can see it on the documentary. You can see it everywhere. But so you probably don't know this. Um, Like two weeks ago, a sheriff, one county south. I don't remember the county. I can probably Google it. And like nine officers was let go from hiding evidence. Almost on the same, it was a murder case. Uh And they was all let go. It's all over TikTok. Wait, hold on a second though. But that's not going to pertain to this case because they didn't take any evidence from the crime scene. So they could be hiding something they never did. Right, but we covered up video. Oh, cheers. Yeah. We covered up a lot of things. We didn't let the mother in the gym. We didn't we didn't do a lot of that. We didn't even treat it as a crime scene. Yeah, no. And so that has me thinking. Oh, go ahead. The the sheriff that was let go for this was an officer on Kendrick's case hmm. who had been promoted to that County as a sheriff. So is that not sus? Huh. Right. Oh my gosh. I don't even know what to say. Okay. So my question is you said they had I can't get, I just can't get past this whole gym scenario. So they had one shoe. They called the sister to come try to verify mm-hmm. was his or not. Is that the same pair that had blood on them? No, it was a completely different pair. And on the um, documentary, Finding Kendrick, um, his best friend says there was another pair of shoes, but that's that wasn't our shoes. So what? Uh, how many pairs of shoes are just roaming around? Where are these kids? <laughs> how, how like are Who they just, just running drops around barefoot? Right? Who just drops off shoes? Okay, so and you said that Kendrick was found in his socks. Mm-hmm. Where were this? Where were these baby's shoes? You know what? I didn't even think about that because yeah, the so pair he, of shoes outside the mat. That they was asked to identify, which both his sister and his best friend Malik said that wasn't his shoes. Like, no. That is a good damn question. Where was his I shoes? I got a good thought every now and then. Uh, yeah. And though and so um you said that there was blood and other bodily fluids at the bottom of the mat but not on the shoe that was supposedly found there. Was there blood on the bottom of that shoe? There was blood nowhere on there, which everybody will be able to see on Instagram when I post the pictures because some of these pictures are horrific because we have access to them. Open act. But no, they was white shoes with nothing on them. 
how do these professionals, and I'm air quoting professionals, explain that? They haven't been able to explain it. But now you got me wondering where his shoes are. Yeah. My thought is, were the shoes that they asked for Kendrick's, were they the same size that Kendrick wore? No, they was not. Do we know? Nope. Because I was just thinking maybe somebody took Kendrick's actual shoes and left theirs because they had blood on them. And say, if they were going to a sporting event that they were supposed to be on a bus for, you can't just be walking around with blood on your shoes. Don't be getting a suit on our first episode. I'm just saying. Uh, that's just No, that's that. a really good question, but here's the best part. So Okay, so just leave that part out then because yeah, I can't afford to begin. Thank you. No, yeah, we, we're not getting so <laughs> because we all know who did it, but whatever. Um Miss Jackie, you know I've spoken to her and she does want to do an update. Yes. Something that bothered me um when I first reached out to there's a Finding Kendrick Facebook page. Look it up. I'll link it. Um, She wanted to know why we were so interested in this case. Because we're white. (gasps) So. That just gave me chills. It does. Are you serious? Yes. Which she did mention, like, everybody who has broadcasted the case is white people. But. Like I told you, when I first seen the documentary, I seen his sister who we could just all barbecue together. And that's what I told her. Like, oh. I was raised, you was raised. We don't see color, sexual orientation, religion, no. handicap. We don't see any of that. This family deserves justice. Yes. At the end of the day. So you said like, oh, go ahead. (laughs) No, go ahead. So you said like, you know, watch, I'm going to get a suit. How did they, so like, what happened with them getting sued? $292,000 is a lot of money. They sold their house. They live in a trailer. They sold their house? They had to. Like, Many cases we'll cover. You see where the family sells the house. Yeah, they sold their house. They live in a little trailer. Um, so these people whose son was brutally murdered, not accidentally died. Who gets barely any actual police investigation at all. Get sued. Because... They say that somebody killed their son, which is Freedom Beach. Um, has to sell their home mm-hmm. to pay lawyers' fees for other people. Am I understanding that correctly? Mm-hmm. This is the world that we live in. Yeah, when you watch Finding Kinder, you'll see her, Miss Jackie, pulling up to her trailer when they lived in a beautiful home to begin with, but. I mean, think about it. I would do the same thing to fight for my son, but nobody in that county or state is fighting for her. But that's not even fighting for their son. So I just, that's them saying, you did wrong or you killed my son. And somebody comes back and is like, no, that's defamation of character. I'm going to sue you. And the judge actually says, okay. Let's take more from these people who have literally lost everything in their lives at this point. Like I said, it's the majority of the population is African-American, but the people in charge are white. So that unfortunately is where we are. Unfortunately. I truly hope that our world changes 
to where everybody sees a person is a person. Mm-hmm. I saw this meme on Facebook and I've seen it several times and it's like five bags of, I know you don't like blood, but it's <laughs> no. like five bags of blood. <laughs> and it's like, you know, one of them is from a, a Caucasian then one is from an African-American person. One is from a straight person. One is a gay person. I don't know. Just another person. Like, pick out the one that belongs to the gay person. Pick out the one that belongs to the Caucasian. Hey, guess what? There's no difference because we're all human beings. We all bleed the same. Mm-hmm. We all hurt the same. Why is that so hard for people to understand? I just don't get it. I don't know, but that's the story of Kendrick. Hopefully, Miss Jackie will be. She, I do need to set up a call because she wants to cover everything that's happened since then. Um, but that's the story of Kendrick, and it's like you said, it's one of those cases who just you think about all the time. Like this, yes, kid went to school. Legit. Cool. And he was such a handsome guy. And he wasn't even a guy. He was a child. So handsome. Oh my gosh. He was such a cutie. He had so much going for him. And she did such a good job raising him. And this was the thank you they got for raising a good kid. Unfortunately. I know I, for one, am very excited to talk to Miss Jackie. I know. I got to set up our appointment because every time we're yeah. ready to record, it's off days. But so if you want to reach us, yeah, I know. let's hit up the Instagram at karma or justice. Email us karma or justice at gmail.com and Twitter. Karma or justice. We keep listening. And we hope you keep it real. <laughs>